welcome back to another episode of the Dear Fellow Black Single Mom podcast. I'm your host, Cass, and I'm so excited that you decided to tune in to another episode of the Dear Fellow Black Single Mom podcast. I honestly really appreciate you guys tuning in week after week, and I do not take your support for granted. I'm so, so thankful for it. Uh, This week actually is going to be two years. It's going to make it two years since I started this podcast on September 14th, 2020. I decided to start this podcast and release my first episode of the podcast. And, you know, my journey has been up and down, but I am so grateful for just being here, you know, two years later, still doing these episodes and still having people tune in, still having people reach out. Um, just to say hey or let me know about their own journeys as single moms. So I'm just so thankful for this community. I'm so thankful for those of you who support this journey and just listening to me talk about my journey. And I really hope that this is helping somebody out there, um, helping a fellow black single mom who's in the journey. Maybe you're in the beginning of the journey. You know, maybe you're pregnant and you're unsure and I just want to say thank you for tuning in and I hope that my story is adding some encouragement, putting some good out into the world because I really, truly do enjoy coming on this podcast every single week and just sharing more and more of my story. I really get so much from doing that and I'm just so thankful, y'all. Just so, so thankful. And so without further ado, let's jump into this week's episode. All right, so in today's episode, I wanted to focus on the pandemic because the pandemic happened, at least it started officially where I lived in uh, March of 2020. Specifically, I think it was like the 14th or the 15th is when we officially went on lockdown. And before that, of course, the virus was spreading all over the world and had finally really started to take hold of the U.S., I think, towards like the end of February and March. So I remember when the governor where I lived had declared that everything was on lockdown on March 14th, March 15th. It was like a weekend or something. I remember it was like two weeks after my birthday. So I was like, whew, really thankful that I decided to even celebrate my birthday But I remember like most people thinking like, what does this actually mean? What is this going to look like? Because during that time, I don't know why or how, but I was actually spending a lot of time focusing on how the virus, how the pandemic, or rather how COVID-19 was um, changing things in other countries. Like I was staying up to date on every latest new piece of news. And it definitely was not good for my mental health being um, well-being because I was really following like every single new change or new development and how COVID-19 was impacting people's lives, impacting the world. And I remember paying particular attention to what was happening in China in the month of February, and they had gone on lockdown. And I was just like, wow, this is such a foreign concept. Like, I I couldn't even imagine that happening to me or happening here in the U.S. And of course, I was hopeful that things wouldn't get like that here in the U.S. But of course, I was wrong, right? Because 
we got to the point where we had to go on lockdown and I was like, what does this even really mean? You know, like what is life going to be like? Cause I've like most people, like I've never, I had never, at least until that point gone through a pandemic, you know, um, it was all really foreign. So I remember looking up like information about what happened during the last pandemic that happened in um, the like late 1918, 1919, 19, early 1920s. And I was like, oh, this does not sound good at all. Um, but what, you know, you don't really have a choice, right? And the other thing that I thought about, though, was for a lot of people, the pandemic, or maybe I shouldn't say a lot of people, but for a good number of people, I feel like the pandemic was a really tough time, you know, really, um, really difficult time, really challenging for many, many reasons. And I felt like personally that the pandemic was not the beginning of tough times for me because the last couple of years had been really difficult for me. And it felt like for some people, at least the pandemic was the start of their difficult season. I was like, y'all, I've been out here. (laughs) I've been out here having a difficult season. So I feel like in some ways, like, of course, the pandemic changed a lot of things for me, but there were some changes I think that were easier to adjust to because I was like, my life had already been challenging in a lot of ways and had changed a lot of ways. Um, For example, like I spent a lot of time at home, partially because I was a mom, a new mom taking care of my son, but also because I didn't really have money to be going out like that anyway. So having to spend more time at home wasn't a major change for me because I was like, I was already doing that. But when we first got the news that we were going to be in lockdown, the first thing I thought about, of course, was like, oh my goodness, like, do we have everything that we need? Because now we're not able going to be able to really go out as much, you know, to get things. And um, I really didn't know what to expect. But the first time that I went out, it was just kind of like, it felt like I was in a movie, to be honest. Like it felt like I was in a movie because there were not many cars out, not many people out and people who were out, you know, everybody was kind of like in a rush, going in and out of the stores, getting what you needed and heading home. And I was like, this is not a world that I recognize. And I struggled also to conceptualize like, what is life gonna be like after the pandemic? Are we ever going to be able to go back to what it was like in 2019? You know, how are we going to move forward from this? How are we how are we really going to get through this time period? Because, you know, based on the research that I had done, I was like, we're probably going to be in a state of lockdown some form or other for at least two or three years. And I was like, can can we really do this? So like most people, I had a lot of questions and it was still an adjustment. Like, even though like, yes, this was not the start of a challenging season for me. I was like this, the pandemic definitely still made things difficult. You know, it still made things 
even more challenging. And it just felt like, oh man, here I thought things were going to start getting better for me. And now we're in a pandemic. And so uh, living with my parents during the pandemic, I would say was, was challenging because I don't know about y'all, but something that really shocked me was that not everybody feels or felt the same way about the pandemic. And what I mean about that is that not everybody wants to do the the same things that you want to do. You know, my mindset was that this is a pandemic and I want to do everything that I possibly can to protect myself, to protect my son and protect the other people that I live in this home with because I don't want any of us to get this thing, right? And not everybody felt that way. You know, some people that I was living with were still comfortable going out, hanging out with friends, hanging out in groups, um, not doing what they could, at least in my view, to just, you know, try to be safer. Because I'm like, we have to do this. At least in my mindset, I was like, we should try to do whatever we can. And it was very frustrating to live in a home or live in a place where not everybody is on the same page about how we can keep ourselves safe um, during this time. And um, that really, really frustrated me because I basically just stayed in my one bedroom, the one room that I shared with my son, because I was like, I don't I don't know what's going to happen. There's very little information about this virus, you know, like there's new developments every single day, but I want to do what I can to minimize my risk because I don't want anything to happen to me and I don't want anything to happen to my son, Um, but not everybody felt that way. And that was shocking to me. I don't know if any of y'all experienced the same thing, but it was just shocking to me that people had different views on the pandemic. And I thought, well, there's evidence that this thing is spreading, that it's impacting people differently. Some people are dying, some people are not, but it's like, regardless, let's at least try to be safe. You know, we can't just, or at least I was like, I think we shouldn't, you know, just try to do everything that we were doing before. Like we should try to isolate and um, just take some safety precautions, you know? And so that was very difficult. Um, And then someone in my household actually ended up getting COVID-19. And I, of course, this was towards the end of March that this person in my household got the virus. And they, uh, of course, went into isolation. But Before they went to isolation, they were all over the house. They were playing with my son. They were touching lots of things, you know. And so I prayed so hard. I was praying so hard that we didn't get the virus. But based on the symptoms that I had and that my son had, I do believe that we actually did end up getting COVID-19. We never got tested because I remember during that time at least, going to get tested even from your primary care or pediatrician was something that was not offered or it was, uh, you know, you'd be in your car for hours and hours and hours. And so because her symptoms were very mild, I just decided like to wait it out. I think I did do like a virtual appointment, but basically 
for myself, my symptoms were like I had the cough. I had that persistent cough. I lost my sense of smell. My sense of taste was gone. Um, I was very, very achy and very tired. And on top of that, I still had to do everything to take care of myself and take care of my son. So it was really, really hard. And I think that probably lasted like a good week and a half. And then my son, he just seemed very lethargic. Um, I think he might have been a little bit achy, but literally what he ended up doing was just laying on me for most of the day. You know, he didn't really do much. He wasn't his usual playful self. And um, I think he did have a little bit of a cough, but within, I would say, the span of two weeks, we were both feeling better. Um, and then after that, uh, we we spent, I feel like, the month of April, basically everyone isolated um, because the person who was the first person to get COVID-19 in our household isolated, I think, for like a month and a half, really. So the house, it was strange. You know, my parents' house, they live in like a pretty spacious house, like 1,700 square feet. And it just felt so, so cold. You know, everyone kept to themselves in their own part of the home. And I tried my best to just you know, keep things as normal as possible because I'm like, you know, my son at the time, thankfully he was really young. So he was like one and a half. Um, But, you know, we still had our routine. So I tried to abide by our routine and make things as fun as possible for him. Because when we were both sick with COVID, even though our symptoms were mild, I was still very afraid. I was so afraid so, so afraid. And I remember just every day praying to God, like, please, God, don't let, don't let things take a turn for the worse. Because again, I was paying attention to the news a little too much and it was nothing but just bad news, you know? And so my anxiety levels were so high during this time, but I'm so thankful that eventually I did decide like, you know what, I don't think watching the news is helping me with my anxiety and I need to try to create some sense of normalcy during this time. And, um, you know, I definitely appreciate just my friendships because my friends, you know, we talk to each other, we will call each other and, you know, catch up and just having somebody else to talk to during that time was very, very helpful. And then there was work. I honestly don't remember what happened with work. I know I still had my job, my part-time job that had just gotten um, in September of, you know, the previous year. So that fall, I had gotten a new job um, as an administrative assistant working part-time. So only 20 hours a week, but, you know, it was still a big deal for me because it was the first job that I had gotten in a while and it was helping to create some form of stability for me financially and during this time like I feel like my boss was kind of like there was there wasn't really much work for me to do thankfully um, because I really don't think I could have been or I would have been really productive but I'm thankful that my job was still in place I didn't lose my job and 
I was still getting paid, um, even though like I really don't remember doing much work for at least a good month. Um, so work wasn't really something I was doing, but I was just really focused on trying to keep things normal. I remember, I remember the first time though going out after having had COVID-19. I believe I did have it. I never got tested for it. I am fully vaccinated, but I never got tested for it. So I don't actually know, but I'm just based on the symptoms and the fact that someone in my household did test positive. I was like, I probably, we probably did have it. And so the first time that I went out, like I remember just having to think through every single thing that or every part of the process of going out, you know, it was no longer the simple thing where you just get in your car, you go, you know, drive to the grocery store, you grab what you need, pay for your stuff, leave, go back home, right? It was like, now I have to consider like all the things that I'm going to have to touch and where to find everything the quickest and, and safest way to be able to go in and out. And I have to bring my son with me because I can't leave him with anybody because we're all isolating. And it was the most stressful thing. I was like, going to the grocery store has never been more stressful than in this moment. And it was also a time where there were a lot of things that were running out quickly. So even going to the store, sometimes you're like, I don't even know if I'm going to get the things that I want to get or need to get. And so I just, I was so thankful when they started to introduce the option for you to be able to just drive up and stay in your car and get the groceries that you need because that was a big help during that time. And I did a lot of reading, listening to audiobooks, uh, listening to sermons and music, just trying to trying to keep my mind stimulated because I was like, if I if I don't keep my mind stimulated with something, then I'm just going to keep thinking about like the worst case scenario. Because again, this was all new and I'd never been through this before. And yeah, I would say April of 2020 was the hardest month, the longest month of my life. But once we were all uh, cleared and able to not isolate, I would say things got better. But I basically, I mean, it wasn't until probably this year, really, that I started to really go out again like that. You know, I really did my best to stay inside, stay indoors, you know, if at all possible, not go to events or not go to large gatherings and stuff like that. Like it took a really long time for me to get back out there just because I really didn't want to risk getting the virus. But I, again, and I also didn't want to risk, um, you know, spreading anything to anybody else and, you know, taking the precaution of like wearing masks and washing hands and all that stuff. Like it took a really long time to get me to the point where I'm a lot more comfortable now going out, but it really, it took a while, like all of 2020, I didn't go anywhere. I stayed home unless I needed to run an errand. And it was, I mean, I, like a lot of people, I got into some new hobbies like podcasting. So that was a new thing for me. I also got into puzzles, putting together like 500 piece puzzles I found was 
really relaxing. Um, I think the pandemic is really one of the things that helped me reconnect with a lot of my friends because now I had a lot more time to reconnect with people and other people had a lot more time too because, you know, prior to that, uh, my friendships, the time and effort I was putting into my friendships had changed um, due to, you know, just adjusting to motherhood. And so that was a thing that, a good thing that I would say that came out of the pandemic were my relationships and just reconnecting with people. And then what else did I do with my time? Somehow the time went by. Um, I'm trying to think of things that I did, but yeah, just enjoying going for walks. Oh my goodness. That was a lifesaver. That was something that me and my son would literally do every single day was go on a walk around the neighborhood. And those walks, I feel like were just, they were so important to my overall well-being. And sometimes I would pray and talk to God during those walks, or I would call a friend, or I would just be in deep thought. And I think during that season, especially, like I was in deep thought about just all the changes that I wanted to make in my life. You know, I had my goals that I set out at the beginning of 2020. And, um, you know, some of them, of course, I had to adjust, but I was like, I still really want to pay off my debt. I still really want to move at the end of this year, you know, or be close to moving. Um, so I was also focused on finding a new job and during this season. So that was something else that was keeping me occupied, but I was just, I was trying to keep myself busy, you know, because I knew that if I was idle and not productive, then that would be the worst thing for my mind. And I would probably end up spiraling. And I was like, I don't need that. My son does not need me to be, you know, spiraling right now. Like I need to be strong for the both of us. I need to be there for the both of us. And so when I think back to the year that was 2020, you know, I think, yes, it was a very challenging year, but it was kind of a continuation of what has been um, a very challenging couple of years, to be honest with you. And I'm so thankful that we we got through it, you know, we got through it. And so that's what I wanted to talk in this episode, just about the pandemic and my experience and yeah, I would love to know, like, how has the pandemic been for y'all? I feel like we're still kind of in the pandemic. I would say we're not in the worst part of the pandemic, but, you know, COVID-19 is still out here. Now we got monkeypox being thrown in the mix and all these different variants of COVID-19, you know, but here we are still. Here we are still. So I would love to know about your experiences. And again, thank y'all for tuning in for another episode. And I'll see y'all next week. Peace. Stay blessed.